Welcome friends, it's Amelia Andalion with the Spiritually Fit Yoga Podcast. This week is the courage to try something new. And I'm actually kind of excited about how this came about because I recorded the talk first, not knowing exactly what the theme was going to be. And you'll hear at the end of the talk that I realized, oh, the courage to try something new. I shared some stories about trying new things. And after that, there's a meditation. So the talk is about 25 minutes long, 27 minutes long. And then the meditation, the visualization, it's a guided meditation, is about 14 minutes long. And in between, I also offer the option that if you want to pause and journal, because I, I do offer quite a bit of food for thought. It might be, depending on where you are in your life. And it's about... Have you been holding yourself back from pursuing any dreams or goals because you're afraid to try something new? And what is possible when you step into a bold, courageous space mentally and getting into that energy of trying something new? So both the talk and the meditation. The meditation is very um, motivational. So, you know, as I, I, this is a very organic episode that I'm recording for you. I didn't know exactly where it was going to go, but as I was recording it, I could feel even the power coming through me. It's just like, oh, okay, wow, I'm feeling this. (laughs) I'm feeling this like I'm ready and I'm feeling bold and I'm feeling courageous to try something new. And I already have tried some new things, which you're going to hear about in the talk. And that is my intro for you. I do want to share one other thing that's not in my recorded commercial is that, and I'll put it in my episode notes, that I am now an affiliate for Rise Superfoods and I've been enjoying their mushroom coffee and I really, really like it because I like the taste. I have loved coffee in the past. I don't like how it feels in my body. It's not great for me who I I have a history of adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue, Um, but I do like having a little bit of caffeine in the morning and it does not give me the jitters and it has all of these other benefits to it. I'm not going to go into it right now, um, but I will put a link in the episode notes for a 15% off coupon code if you want to try it. And the coupon code is my name, Amelia Andalion All caps. Anyways, eventually I'll add that to my commercial, but I haven't added it yet. So I'm just adding it for you right now. Just FYI, I still love my matcha, but I'm also really enjoying my mushroom coffee. And I'm, I'm enjoying it so much that I decided to be an affiliate for this particular brand for Rise Superfoods. All right, there you go, my friends. That was something else I tried. <laughs> that was new that I wanted to share with you. Enjoy this episode. I appreciate you sharing it. Leave a rating. DM me. I love to hear how the episodes are inspiring you and hearing if there's suggestions or requests on what you'd like to hear. And I will tell you, I'll give you a little bit of a preview. Um, I interviewed Amanda McKinney, who has the Accidental Entrepreneur podcast, and I had been following her for years um, when she had Marketing with Confidence for yoga teachers. And I just, I, she has been so inspirational for me. I've learned so much from her and I interviewed her and I'm going to be publishing that episode 
um, next week. I haven't done an interview of a guest in a while, so that was really, really exciting for me. And I think you're going to really appreciate that next episode or learn a lot from that one too, especially those of you who are entrepreneurs and or yoga teachers that are trying to create your own business on your own. Okay. All right. I keep saying I'm done with my intro. I'm really done with my intro now. All right. Enjoy this episode. Peace out, my friends. I want to say thank you to my sponsor, ubindi.com, U-B-I-N-D-I.com. They are my booking platform and they are offering 50% off the annual essentials plan. So if you'd like 50% off, use my code Amelia, A-M-E-L-I-A, all in caps. Check them out. It's a super simple platform, easy to use for all kinds of teachers. You don't have to be a yoga teacher, any type of teacher. And I want to let you know I have some yoga teacher trainings coming up. I have one starting on May 22nd and another one on June 1st. The first one is focused on yin yoga. And in fact, at the very end, you'll get your yin yoga certification during the immersion week. And then the second one is focused on vinyasa and power vinyasa and both of them give you the foundation of 200 hours of yoga teacher training in hatha yoga find out more at the links below in the episode notes thanks for being here enjoy today's episode welcome back friends so this is going to be something new for me it's going to sound a little bit like a ramble i'm going to record this And then at the end, I'll figure out what was the theme of this episode. And then that's when I'll make my intro. So for those of you that are new to creating podcasts or episodes, or you're interested in creating one, so I'm going to share a little bit about my process. And I'm also going to share just what I've been up to the last week, the last week or so. Some things have been a little bit interesting. Some things have been a little ordinary. And this is also just a a way for me to get to know you or you to get to know me. I wish I could get to know you, but you get to know me. And there might be something that you learn from my lessons that I've been learning in my life. So that's the intention of this, this ramble. It's Friday when I'm recording this for you. It's nine in the morning and I did something new today. So I'm going to start kind of chronologically from today and then go backwards. So something that I have been wanting to do is join this particular group that's here in the East Bay and they do a sunrise hike. And the reason I've hesitated to join is one, either I've had a conflict in the morning or not wanting to get up and set my alarm at five in the morning or five ten in the morning. I think five in the morning is what I should have done to uh, get in the car and drive. It was about 25 minutes for me to meet them at the trailhead this morning. And um, the hike started at 6 a.m. So I didn't know anybody at all. This was a group that I saw on Facebook and I started following them maybe six months ago. I think it's about six months ago. And I finally decided that this was the morning that I was going to try to join them. So I go there, I get up, not happy about my alarm going off at five in the morning. (laughs) to tell you the truth, but I'm committed and I tend to have the type of personality that like when I say I'm going to do something, then I'm pretty accountable for things. So, um, and none of them know me, so it didn't matter. I mean, I really was just being accountable to myself. 
so I get, get in the car, I head there. I've never been to this place before. I missed a turn, so it looked like I was going to be a couple of minutes late. And so I get there, and I don't see a lot of people. I see two, two women. So as I am pulling up and finding some street parking, I open up the window, and I ask them if they happen to be part of this group, and they happen to be a little bit late. So fortunately, they waited for me to just park my car, get Kobe, my dog, out of the car, and I hiked with them. And then there was another another group, the other part of the group that was up ahead. They were already up this hill. So this particular hike was um, about four miles, four and a half miles, and we started straight up the hill. It's like steep, and it's like, okay, this is a butt burner group. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, I've been looking for, since I've moved here, I've been looking for um, more hiker friends. I'm always looking for people that want to hike, um, that really like to get off, you know, off the pavement, into the dirt. If we get muddy, that's even better. I mean, I'm totally like, I don't know, that's me. I, I love getting out in nature and getting away from um, getting away from the suburbs and getting away from the concrete. So I really appreciated that. And the steep hike was like, okay, this is the cardio that I said that I wanted. Just yesterday, I told my husband, you know what? I think I need more cardio. It's like, I've been doing my yoga. I do my walks. I do my hikes. And they're relatively flat. With some hills where we live, there's always hills. But I haven't been doing a lot of steep climbs. And it's like, okay, ask. (laughs) Be careful what you ask for. (laughs) Ask and you shall receive. So we like go up this hill and up, up, up. And it's just like, okay, this feels like a never ending hill. And this is like, awesome. I'm here with these women that are like talking and walking at the same time. This seems to be like the norm. Okay. This is, this is great. Maybe I, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I've found my, my people, at least my hiking people. So as we go up this hill, I start seeing this glow And then I can see the sunrise coming up. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so gorgeous. I don't normally see the sunrise because I'm not normally up this early in the morning. Uh, And I love it when it happens. I don't tend to be a morning person because I will stay up late because I've tended to be more of a night owl person. But if I make sure to put myself to bed early so that I get my sleep because the sleep is really, really important to me. Those of you who um, may be new to me, you you may not know that I have chronic fatigue syndrome. So for me to manage that sleep is one of the the number one things that I need to take care of for myself. Otherwise, most people wouldn't know. They wouldn't know that I have any type of fatigue uh, because of the way that I manage my energy and my schedule and I make sure that I um, have my downtime and my rest and recharge days. Um, because I'm I'm physically still pretty strong at, at 58 years old, but I know also how to pace myself. So sleep is important for me. So that means sometimes sleeping in until like seven, typically, or maybe 6.30. That is my, that is my typical schedule and meditate at seven in the morning. So this time, alarm set at 5 a.m. to join the 6 a.m. hike. And I was so grateful to see the sun just coming up. And I, I felt like I saw it for the first time. And, and it was the first time that I saw it on this trail because I'd never been on this trail before. So I'd never seen it at that vantage point. And probably the last time I saw the sunrise was when we were in Hawaii. And with that time difference, it makes it easy for me from California to wake up early in that Hawaii time because of that, that time difference. 
um, but it's the first time that I remember definitely seeing it here and definitely on that particular that trail. So I look over and then I pause and I take a photo, I take a, a short video, and not only am I seeing the sunrise, but I'm seeing Mount Diablo, if anybody's listening and they're familiar with the East Bay. So looking east towards Mount Diablo, and then we were above the Lafayette Reservoir. So we were on the, the Lafayette Rim Trail through a, a different axis, going through a neighborhood, which I'd never, I'd never been to before. So already I'm like, oh, okay, I'm so glad I woke up this morning to see this view, to meet a couple of new people, outdoorsy hiker friends, girlfriends. Um, I don't know for friends yet. <laughs> I just met them. <laughs> anyway, so we hike and uh, we keep going. And then eventually we catch up to the rest of the group. So it was a total of about eight women. Um, there was a quick selfie and and then I ended up talking to the other group and, and meeting some more women. And it was really fun for me because there were... Um, there were women that were closer to my age, it seemed like it, because they had kids that were in college. Um, there were there were some younger women also, like some that just had babies. Um, so it was like, and then there was a commonality that we all loved being out in nature and um, this particular group getting up in the morning and just getting it done before we had to go home and uh, and be moms or go back to work or, or whatever, whatever. Um, life was waiting for us after after this hike. So that's something about something new that I did today. And something that also inspired me when I talked to the group, I was asking them, how long has this group been together? And they said it's been about two and a half years, that it started with one woman hiking with another woman, and they're still in this group. And it was the two of them wanting to hike in the morning. So just two of them, and they would hike I guess this trail behind their house, and then the word got out. So in two and a half years, in this Facebook group, it grew from two people to 500 women. <laughs> and they don't get that many, of course, that are hiking. They say on average, maybe it's eight, sometimes 20. Um, I think they're doing um, sunrise hikes three times a week. Sometimes, I guess there's there's been a splinter off of, not a splinter off, but there's been some offshoots of groups that have decided that they want to do some evening hikes or some that do the weekend. So it's like organically grown on its own. But the founders, I'm just going to call them the founders, the ones that created this group, um, they they pretty much are, um, you know, are doing the, the morning hikes. And the ironic thing was the main gal who I'd connected with um, you know, it's like I slid into her DMs. I didn't know her. I saw this group. And it's like, oh, this looks interesting. Um, you know, are you open to um, other people joining out of the area? And uh, and it's a public group. So she, I did not get to meet yet because she overslept. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? So um, I will meet her another time. Anyway, so that was something new that I did. And this is all part of the intention that I set for 2023 for myself was to one of the things was to stop complaining when I felt like I did not have a community of women that I felt aligned with in terms of um, women that like to hike or women that like the outdoors or uh, I'm just going to describe them as like down to earth 
down-to-earth women, down-to-earth friends. So for whatever reason, it's been that's been challenging for me um, to connect or find those type of women like close to where I live, like like literally where I live. Um, but when I've been expanding my um, horizons, I have been finding more of those connections. And, um, and so I'm not complaining so much. It's like, okay, instead of saying that it's not happening or it's not here, what if I shift my mindset to what is possible and try something new and, and take off the self-limiting thoughts like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's a group there, but it's too far to drive. 20 minutes in the morning, 25 minutes. Yeah, maybe I'd like it closer. And they actually inspired me to maybe I'll be the one to create the group close to home, close to where I live. Maybe I could find, I just put it out there. Maybe it'll start with one or two people and then, and then it'll grow. Who knows? So that was really, that was really inspiring. And a couple of other things I want to share for this week. And then I want to lead, lead you through um, meditation was my daughter, she is going through cheer tryouts this week. And I, and I might have, I might have mentioned this last year in one of my episodes, but this is new to me. I didn't grow up as a cheerleader in high school. Um, I did not have, I'm just going to be truthful, I did not have a high opinion of cheerleading when I was in high school. So this is back in the early 80s because I don't know. I just didn't know enough about it, but I know that it is, it's very different than it is now. So, and that sounds very judgy, but I'm just being honest. I just didn't, I didn't, how I didn't hold cheerleading, um, with high regard. So that's, that's, that's then. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, cheerleading should be an Olympic sport. (laughs) It is, it's hard. So I've been watching her. She's been learning the, and I'm I'm probably going to say all of these these things wrong because I'm not familiar with all the terminology. But I think she needs to learn the the fight song. Um, she'd been practicing um, to do her back handsprings um, to possibly be one of the tumblers on the team. Uh, there's something called stunting, and she I guess she's really good at baskets. So as a base, so the base is the person that is on the ground versus the flyers, which they like throw up in the air and then catch. I guess the basket is, that's something she's really good at, is catching <laughs> people. And um, and then there's the whole, like the spirit, like your face and like your voice, projecting your voice. And so it was four days, different skills that they practice and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday was the actual tryout. And then today she finds out. So um, one thing that came up on the day that she was going to show her tumbling skills, she had been practicing her back handsprings. And she had been practicing a couple of times with a tumbling coach too. So the day that she was going to do her, her back handspring tryout, she asked me to come into the backyard and just be there with her. And as she's running and starting to do the back handspring, she just froze. She stopped. And she was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening. I can't. I can't do it. And I was like, okay. I was just like, well, just like what's going on? She's like, well, it feels different. You know, the the grass, it's hard. Um, you know, she had been practicing on the mats. And it was just like, oh, this is a good... Um, this is a good reminder if you're going to practice, like to practice on the ground where you're going to actually be doing these back handsprings. And I, I practice yoga and I practice back bends, 
but I don't do tumbling and I don't do back handsprings. I mean, I don't do anything like that. I maybe do handstands, but I'm, I'm not a tumbler at all. So I'm listening and then I'm kind of shifting back and forth between what I know as a yoga teacher and what I am feeling as a mom for her. So I'm listening to her and she's telling me, gosh, I don't think I can do this. I don't know what to do. Um, and she's just repeating this over and I can, and I can see and I can hear she's starting to um, get into a panic, you know, just like anxiety is starting to set in. She's getting nervous. Um, this is a big deal for her. She really, really wants to nail this. She wants to get it. She wants to get on the team. And, um, you know, and I ask her, she's just like, well, what is, what do you think is stopping you from going into the back handspring? And she's like, well, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. And I acknowledged her and I was like, that's, that's great to fear that. <laughs> and it's like, that's a reasonable fear. It's like nobody wants to hurt themselves, you know. And then, and then I asked her, so it's like, well, can you remember the times that you've done the back handsprings? You've been doing them for months. It's like, how did it feel? And she's like, I don't remember how it felt. She's like, I can't remember at all. She's like, I, I think I do it and I'm not present. I was like, oh, well, that's, that's interesting. Because I asked her if she could feel, like, what does it feel like when she runs? What does it feel like when she... You know, she has to throw her body back to land on her hands and then use her core and her legs to get the legs all the way back over on her, you know, on the ground so she lands on the ground. Um, and she wasn't able to remember how it felt in her body. And I thought about that in terms of proprioception. We talk about that in yoga. It's like, do you know where you are in space? and how the practice of yoga, our asana practice, can really get us into our body, whether it's the instructor asking you to press your hands down into the mat or reach the crown of your head up towards the sky. It's like really getting a sense of that body-mind connection and how we can go through certain movements in our life and not be present if we're not consciously aware, if we're not consciously noticing, it's like, oh, what is, what is engaged? What is, what am I feeling? Anyway, so she wasn't able to rehearse in her mind. She wasn't able to go back and think, oh yeah, this is what it feels like. I've got this back handspring in my body. So that coaching from me was not effective for me to suggest that for her to, to feel that in her body. And then I was just watching her um, warm up. And then I noticed that her upper back did looked a little tight. So I asked her if I, you know, would she like me to help her with some warm ups for her thoracic spine, her upper back. And um, she actually was able to easily get into a drop back. So those of you that are not familiar with yoga or some of these postures that I'm talking about, it's, it's okay. But a, a drop back is when you're standing and then you reach your arms up and then towards the ground, and you come into a wheel pose. So um, that's that's a drop back. So it's from a standing position instead of wheel pose, like starting on your back, and then pressing up maybe to a bridge, and then hands next to the ears, and then you press all the way up. 
so from the ground going into wheel and said she was going from standing and doing a drop back into wheel so it was like it was a piece of cake for her to feel the ground with her hands so I said can you feel your hands on the ground it's like okay so then after that she's like well let me try again she did a couple of drop backs no problem helped her warm up in her thoracic spine she starts running she reaches her arms up she looks at me with big wide eyes she's like I can't do it <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> so I just you know I just told her just you know it's okay you know whatever she's like well I'm afraid it's just like well whatever happens today it's just like well maybe I asked her if there's going to be mats of this tryout she's like it's not mats she's going to actually try it on the turf out on the football field and um and then and then I asked her what can I do to support you is there anything that I could do I'm not a tumbling coach but what as your mom what is it what can I do to support you? And she said, I think I need to call a friend. I was like, okay, great, great. So she took her time. She left and I was like, oh, what could I do? And then I remembered that for me, what I've learned as a yoga teacher and what I've also experienced as a yoga student is that one of the best ways to feel empowered is to remember that you have the answers and the wisdom within yourself, that you, you can find your way, that you, you actually have your own inner compass to find your way on your path, your path to the thing. So I allowed her that time and I realized, you know, there actually really honestly wasn't anything else that I could offer her besides my support and my practice to let it go, that I have to let go of the outcome I have to let go of whether she's going to make it on the team or not. And to be neutral about that, to bring that energy to her that I am proud of her, I support her, I acknowledge all the work that she has done. And in the end, it doesn't matter if she makes it on the team or not. Yes, will there be a big celebration if she makes it? Yes, of course. And if she doesn't make it, I'm still going to celebrate her because she worked her butt off. She like still worked on all the skills and um and there's other there's other factors involved like i think there's 40 girls trying out and there's only 10 or 12 spots i mean so there are other factors it's like it's it's something it's a life lesson that she's going to experience and uh i'm super super proud of her so uh, fast forward she comes out and then she tells me mom i'm going to leave i'm leaving early i'm going to go to the field i'm going to meet a friend who was also having anxiety and they decided they're going to practice. They're going to support each other to practice before the tryout. So it's like, sounds great. So she leaves. And then I think about, I don't know, 20 minutes later, I get this text that says, Mom, I just did seven back handsprings. <laughs> so this wasn't the tryout. This was the, um, this is the warm-up on the, on the field. So she and her friend, they both were able to overcome their fears together supporting each other and um, that was the confidence they needed and then her tryout she said it was she said she felt like it was great that she felt confident and um and she felt like she nailed it so uh where we are now so it's friday i'm recording this for you friday morning and she will find out at 5 p.m today 
day. <laughs> and she says, she's like, mom, I think this is the hardest part now is waiting, is waiting. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll all, we're going to be here. I'm, I'm ready for whatever. I've been through this before with her and we've had it go both ways before with different things, with different sports, with different, different auditions. And, um, and I feel like she gets stronger and more resilient with every, every single time she is bold and courageous enough to try something new. So as I end this right now, I realize the theme of this episode is going to be the courage to try something new and how we don't always know what the outcome is going to be. And can that be okay? And just know, is this like, is it something that you feel like you want badly enough that you're willing to try it? And don't stop yourself because of the fear that it's not going to go your way, that you're not going to get what you want. Because we can stop ourselves. We can stop ourselves from not realizing that dream or going for that goal because we're so afraid that that first hurdle that we're going to trip and fall. So you know what? You get up and then you try again. You try a different group. I'm trying a new group and I'm trying a new hike and we'll see what happens. And like I said, I don't know if that's going to be my group, but I think it might have inspired me to maybe start something in my community close to where I live. And whatever happens with my daughter, she still had this amazing experience and, and I could see her confidence growing even through getting the back handsprings on the ground, not on the mats. I celebrate that as a huge accomplishment. And I hope that she can feel that for herself, whatever the outcome is of this team. And um, that's, that's all I have for you. I had a couple of other things I wanted to share that were brand new. And I feel like that they're not as significant. I'll mention them though, because I, the other thing I'm going to share when we go through this meditation today is to acknowledge, acknowledge all the things that maybe you are overlooking that they're significant. Um, Okay. So one thing I'm going to say is that I put out on Instagram, a brief story that I was looking for a virtual assistant because my, my yoga business has been growing and I celebrate that and I acknowledge that. And I realized I was spending a lot of time doing things that were not the yoga. I was spending more time in marketing and things that are not my expertise. That's not my training. That's not my education. My background is actually computer science. <laughs> So not at all, you know, and I decided to put that out there and I just hired um, a marketing assistant and um, yesterday it was like so fun. I was like, I was teaching in San Francisco. I was teaching in Danville and um, I wanted to put out my newsletter and then I decided, you know what? I am going to reach out to my marketing assistant because she had offered to help me out with my newsletter if I wanted, because that's something, something she's really good at. And it's something I can do. I've been doing for years. And it's just like, you know, I am going to try this out. So I reached out. It's like, you know what? I think I'm going to let you do this newsletter this week to promo, to help me promo. I have last, a few last spots in my yoga teacher training in um, the end of this month and in June. And it's like, okay, 
I let her do that. I gave her the access to my um, to my account so she could do the newsletter. She had it done. She had it sent out. I looked at it so I could I could just approve the draft, and it was like so like succinct. She whipped it out there so fast. She sent it out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I should have done this sooner. <laughs> and in the meantime, as she's sending this out, I taught another yoga class. I had my dinner with my family. I was doing all of that and not having to stay late, spending so much time writing a newsletter. So that was something new that I did that I feel like is going to be really, really helpful for me um, and other things, but I don't want to go into all those, all those little things right now. So there you go. There is um, a little bit about this week. I hope there's something that might have inspired you. Maybe it sparked some inspiration for you to think about trying something new. And we're going to take a five-minute meditation. That's where we're going to lead into next. So if you want, you can pause. You can set yourself up. If you'd like to pause and maybe journal a little bit before this meditation, feel free to do that. And I'm going to get myself set up. And I'll be right back. Hey, I want to mention that the meditation actually ended up being almost 14 minutes. It's a guided meditation. And you'll hear me invite you to either sit, lay down, or you can even walk for this guided meditation. And I actually think it's pretty powerful, this visualization practice. And I hope you do too. So if you want to listen to it again, you can skip the intro, the talk, the long talk that I gave you, and that's at about the 30-minute mark, and then you can just repeat this meditation by itself. All right, enjoy. Welcome back. Get yourself set up for a meditation. This meditation can be experienced seated. You could lay down. You could even walk. And the invitation is whatever posture you choose, whether it's a still meditation or a moving meditation, for you to take the time to be present and mindful versus feeling distracted. So whatever you choose and whatever place you choose, stay focused and notice your breath. Get present to your surroundings Check in with how you feel today physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And take five breaths. Observe your inhale. And observe your exhale. Watch the breath as it inhales through the nostrils. And with the mouth open, will you sigh, let something go. Do that three more times. Observing, noticing. Creating this body-mind connection. Awakening the observer mind.
and then bring clarity to what you see. Pick a spot to focus on. Intentionally focus your eyes on one spot, focusing the eyes brings clarity to the mind. You can also bring clarity when you feel like the mind is scattered. So giving the mind a task, something to do, find one spot to focus on and notice what does that experience feel like? Is it easy to look at that one spot? Do you find that the eyes are wandering? Observe and notice. Keep coming back to that one spot. And the theme for our meditation today is the courage to try something new, to be bold, courageous, to try something new that you've always been wanting to do or something you have been curious about, a dream, a goal, something you have some type of intuition or a sense that it could be something that brings you joy or something that brings you closer to how you want to show up in your life and who you want to be. So with your eyes focused on one spot, in that one spot, all of a sudden notice that it opens up into a movie, that you can see a screen. And what you see is you visualizing yourself courageous and bold and trying something new. And as this vision opens, it's like a door opening up into a new world. What do you see? What do you observe? Shift out of thinking. Of course, the thoughts, they're always there. They, they continue. The thoughts continue without us even trying to think. That, of course, is going to happen. But instead of thinking, hmm, what should I be seeing? Let that go. Let that all go. Be here. Be in the welcoming, the reception, connecting to your intuition. What is something that I would like to try? What is something new? What is it that I've been dreaming about, maybe literally you've been having dreams about it at night, or there's been a glimpse of something in a movie, or read about it in a book, or somebody shared a story, and you thought, gosh, that is what I, I want to do, and especially if there's been some fear around it. Can you step into the energy of seeing yourself bold and courageous. Picture that in your mind's eye. Notice if the mind wanders, stay on this vision.
Let the eyes relax. And seeing this vision, your eyes might stay open or they might even close shut. Just choose what is comfortable for your eyes. Keep your mind on this vision. And now connect into the feeling of courageousness, of feeling bold. What does that feel like in your body? What does it feel like when you are fulfilling your dream, your goals? Connecting into the emotions of that experience. Is there joy? Is there happiness? Is there excitement? Is there energy? Is there a smile on your face? Are you jumping up and down? <laughs> are you calm and peaceful? I mean, what are your emotions when you've stepped into that bold and courageous dream, possibility, what you've been hoping for? Connect into the emotions of it. How do you feel? Feel it, embody it, as if it's already happening right now. Feel what it feels like in the body. Like when you are there, what would the sensations be? Is it warm? Is it cold? Are you moving? Are you with people? So tapping into making this vision, this dream, as tangible and real as possible. So keep your mind's eye on your vision Imagining what you feel in the body, in the emotions. And stay here another minute. Stepping in with this bold, courageous step. Stepping into your dreams. Trying something new. And now place your hands on your heart. Keep your vision here in your mind's eye. And repeat these affirmations. I am courageous. I am bold. I am willing to try something new. to make 
my goals and my dreams happen. I am courageous. I am bold. I will try something new to make my dreams happen. I am courageous. I am bold. I am ready to try something new and my dreams will happen. So feel that courage in the body, in the mind, in your heart, in your bones. Feel that courageousness. Keep your eyes set on one spot. And now picture what is the first step you are going to take that you are going to put in your calendar the next action you are going to take right after this meditation. Picture it. Don't think about it. What are you going to put in your calendar? What action are you going to take? Set that intention and now say it out loud, whatever it is. It could be, I am going to make that phone call. I'm going to call this person. I'm going to send an email to that person, this company. I'm going to make my list of the people I want on my team. Whatever it is, what is that first thing you're going to do? Open your eyes wide. See what you see. See your vision. Feel yourself bold and courageous. And repeat to yourself, I am ready to take action to make my dreams come true. I am ready to take action to make my dreams come true. Bring a smile to your face. Take a big breath in and a big sigh out. Let it go. And there you go. This is your guided meditation. May you know that you're bold and courageous. I support you in any step, anything you decided that you were going to do with this courage, this courageous energy and your intention. I acknowledge you for showing up for yourself. And please share with me anything that may have come out of this meditation. Repeat this meditation as often as you want. And I am with you also being courageous in making my dreams come true in my life. And let's do this all together. All right, my friends, I appreciate you being here. Peace out.